Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends. It is, of course, Thursday. Welcome to Bo Snerdley's Rush Hour, 800-848-WABC is the number to call. If you would like to participate on today's program, 800-848-9222. Andrew Giuliani will be along for our Thursday chat. I look so much forward to chatting with Andrew. One of the reasons that I do is he is so knowledgeable, and also he represents to me. Yeah, you start to get older, old, older, and you wonder, I wonder what's going to happen, you know, to this business and to people like that. It's so good to have the young generation, and he's he's still in that young generation. Um, I remember when Andrew Giuliani stole the show at his father's inauguration. He was he uh, stepped right up in front of the mic and just started going. It was so hilarious, and um, he was five, I think, five years old at the time. And now he's a great young man, and he is a great guy, and he's so knowledgeable. He's worked in presidential administration, knows politics inside out. How could he not? With the name Giuliani, and um, it's just such a pleasure to speak with him every week. So we'll have him. Andrew Giuliani, him, along a little bit later in the show. Uh, let us start today with uh, Governor Hochul, your governor, <laughs> for some of you. I mean, in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, do you really, is there a governor here that anyone really, <sighs> I digress. New York will give a clean slate to formerly incarcerated people. That is the headline today from the old gray lady. The New York Times, roughly 2 million people. Think about this for a minute. This first sentence actually blew my mind. Roughly 2 million people convicted of crimes in New York. Stop at that point in the sentence. Remember the old, no, you don't, Diego, because you weren't even born. The Naked City, there were 8 million people in the Naked City, and everyone has a story. It used to be a TV show called The Naked City or something like that. And it it was about New York. There are 8 million people in the naked city, and everyone has a story. All right, so New York right now, population in the greater metropolitan area, hovers somewhere between 8 and 13 million people in the tri-state area. 2 million. 2 million people 
have been convicted of crimes. Two million. That is a lot of criminal activity. And these days, where it's not punished, who knows how many people have decided, you know what, I'd like to try my hand at the criminal enterprise too. Looks like you can get rich and nothing really much happens to you. We've seen crime bust out in ways that we haven't. They're hijacking FedEx trucks in broad daylight now. There have been two FedEx trucks. One was a semi, one of those big semis, a semi truck hijacked. It's like something out of a movie. Cars block it off, and then the criminals go out, manage somehow to get the back pride open, and start unloading the loot from it in broad daylight. And then you had a case in Maryland. I have the story in here somewhere. Help, here it is. Helpless Amazon driver, not a FedEx, an Amazon. This, so it was a FedEx semi and now an Amazon driver. Helpless Amazon driver watches as group of looters raid her truck. A group of thieves ransacked an Amazon delivery van as the helpless driver looked on stunned during the brazen daylight robbery in Atlanta in the latest string of attacks on delivery trucks. So they've gone to looting stores now to looting the trucks. Um, this is it's spiraling out of control. The criminals are so emboldened. Thank you, Democrat Party. This is what happens when you elect Democrats. But people are going to keep electing them because liberals don't care. They don't care. And then you have it go up to the governor. And what does the governor do? Roughly 2 million people convicted of crimes in New York may be eligible to have their records sealed as part of a broad criminal justice initiative that was signed into law Thursday, that would be today, by Governor Kathy Hochul, uber-liberal. Under the so-called Clean Slate Act, people who complete their sentences and remain out of trouble for a set period, three years for misdemeanors, eight for eligible felonies, will have their convictions sealed. I guess that means that they can lie. You know that pesky little question that they always put on the job interviews? Have you ever been convicted of a crime? Have you ever been convicted of a... Have you been arrested? Now they can just lie. The records are sealed. The employees can't find out. Why should a business owner know that, you're, that you've been convicted of certain crimes? Let's say embezzlement or something. Oh, we have a great job opening here. It's for the treasurer of the company. Want to apply? Sure I do. Have you ever been arrested of a crime? Oh, well, no. They, that's sealed. No. <laughs> no. What could possibly go wrong? Anyway, New York is now one of a dozen, I will put in the word, insert the word, liberal states that have enacted such laws which are aimed at interrupting the cycle of recidivism by enabling formerly incarcerated people access to jobs and housing. Ms. Hochul said she was proud, proud indeed, to sign the legislation she said would provide economic opportunities while protecting public safety. That is such bullsh squat. 
The best crime fighting tool is a good paying job, she said. This is the utter pablum that comes out of the mouth of politicians. She'll say this with a straight face. The best crime fighting tool is a good paying job. No, Miss Hochul, the best the best crime fighting tool is to arrest and put the criminals away. That is the best crime fighting tool. The best crime-fighting tool is a good-paying job. The utter rot-gut pablum. The bill's signing is a victory for criminal justice advocates. Let me rephrase that and translate it. The bill's signing is a victory for the progressive, hardcore socialist left who believe that criminals should be afforded every opportunity to go out and commit more crimes because it's not their fault and because America is a racist country. And then it goes on and on. Ms. Hochul was supportive of the general concept, but she wanted some revisions in it. Unlike previous iterations of the bill, the final version makes all Class A felonies except those related to drug possession, ineligible for sealing. The concessions helped quiet the opposition from law enforcement groups. Blah, blah, blah. Employers, you see, my friends, you didn't know this. Thankfully, I'm here to let you know. Sometimes employers can be hesitant to hire someone with a criminal record. Oh, really? Wonder why that would happen. A bias that the U.S. Chamber of Commerce... Oh, I remember when the Chamber of Commerce used to be... <laughs> oh, never mind. I remember when the Chamber of Commerce used to be a fairly conservative organization. They have flipped the page. They are like they are the, one of the biggest groups backing illegal immigration in this country, in my opinion. And it's biased, of course, to think that someone with a criminal record shouldn't have their record seal, and you're biased. The impact on people and their families is more direct. New Yorkers living with criminal records miss out on roughly $2.4 billion in wages annually. According to a new report from the New York City Controller, Brad Lander, get that. They miss out. There's all that money in wages there, and they miss out because they chose a life of crime. And we are supposed to be, oh, ever so sorry. Now, look, I don't want you to think that I don't have a heart because I do somewhere in there. It's beating. It's beating. I feel it. It's in there. And I do have a heart. And I understand mercy. And I understand people make mistakes. But the idea that you have, that business owners should not be equipped with as much information in this day where scams are, there are more scams in our society than there ever have been before. There are more scammers. There are more criminals floating around. The idea now that you have to tie the hands of information getting to Perspective employers, I don't know. I, I just think this is, like I said, what could possibly go wrong? 
I'd love to know what you think about this. I mean, I look, I, I understand that there are reasons. Look, to me, if you have a first offender, right, and the first offender gets in trouble, they're a kid, they get in, in trouble for something that's relatively, you know, okay, small potatoes, they tried their hand at shoplifting, they got busted, they, they smoked a little herb back in the days before herb was everywhere and illegal pot shops were on every other corner, and they got busted, and you say, okay, we want to seal your record from that. I get it. But you're not just talking about that. You're talking about people that committed all kind of criminal acts. And what you're saying to employees, oh, you don't have to tell them. Because, of course, it's unfair to the criminal. When, when, does, when does the people that spend their life playing by the rules, when do they count? When do the people that actually grow up playing by the rules, understanding the rules of society, following the rules of society, when do they matter? Turning the page, pro-Palestinian violent protest erupts outside of DNC headquarters in Washington, D.C. Six Capitol Police were injured. This was a violent riot of pro-Palestinian supporters trying to break into the DNC. They were trying to have an insurrection at the DNC. I want to know, I want to know, will the Department of Justice and the FBI track these people down like they did the January 6th people, and if the ones that were arrested, and if they even bother to track down the others, will they be sentenced to jail terms like those people that went into their nation's capital, which is the property of the people, on January 6th. Of course they won't. Now this is a, yes, I have three minutes before I'm going to, I have three minutes to get this story, and this is a very troubling story. Owner of California Biolab tied to Chinese government and military House report finds. You may have remembered just vaguely, there was a brief mention on national news about this illegal bio lab that was found operating in California. The recent arrested owner of that California bio lab has ties to the Chinese communist government, or they like to call themselves the PRC now, the People's Republic of China. They're still the Chicoms. Jaibin Zhu, 62, served as a corporate officer within Chinese military fusion organizations according to material shared by the select committee that looked into this. Now, I don't have time to go through the full story, but here's the amazing part. <clears throat> this lab was discovered, this illegal bio lab was discovered in April 2023, when a code enforcement officer discovered a garden hose illegally attached to the facility's exterior. So she wanted to go there. City officials then moved in. They found thousands of vials within the facility, some of them unlabeled, some of them in labels with Mandarin Chinese. Certain labels were allegedly written in a code that still has not been deciphered. The local officials contacted the FBI. Guess what your FBI did? 
They said, no, we're not going to investigate this. An illegal bio lab. They contact the FBI. FBI says, nope, we're too busy. We're too busy trying to figure out how we can nail those right-wing parents who go to their school board meetings. We're not interested in an illegal bio lab run by an agent of China. Then they call the CDC. The CDC refused to speak with the city. They hung up on officials saying, we've got an illegal bio lab here. It took one Democrat congressman, Representative Jim Costa, to finally convince the CDC to visit the facility. Then they destroyed the evidence. And they missed other evidence. There was a freezer labeled Ebola out there. Ebola. CDC missed it. I remember all my life. This is stunning. FBI says, no, we're not interested. The CDC hangs up on people. An illegal bio lab run by an agent of the Chinese government in America. And your government, your FBI, your CDC, none of them cared. On this day, 2018, American songwriter Scott English died at age 81. Complications to hip surgery. Best known as the co-writer of this song, Brandy, which he wrote with Richard Kerr. This song became a number one hit, you know, as Mandy. They changed the name from Brandy to Mandy. Still the same song. Number one hit for Barry Manilow back in 1974. Andrew Giuliani coming up on today's Boston Early Rush Hour. This is the... Think about that. Illegal bio labs operating in your country. Your FBI says, no, we don't want to know about it. The CDC. Let's get in there and get rid of the evidence. Boston Early's Rush Hour on WABC coming back. Your call is going to be part of the program, so stay right where you are. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. 
The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Brian Adams' birthday today. Brian Adams from Color Me Bad. The 1991, this one. I, uh, I, <clears throat> I'd like to, with your permission, no, I'm, no, permission wasn't asked. He just said, <clears throat> I want to sex you up. Whatever that means, I- I'm sure we can figure it out. I want to sex you up. No, thank you. Yeah, this one went to number one. That's yeah. It, it, the decline had stopped. No, I'm not going to say it. I mean, I'm sorry. I do remember. I remember back when I I, I can't stand sounding like one of these old old men. Back in my day, back in my day. I mean, look, we had Marvin Gaye. He made it clear he was about the sex after he did like, okay, I'm going to do the social justice, like classic album of all time. What's going on? And then after that, okay, now we've covered all the social matters. Let's get to sex. And then that's when let's get it on and followed by I want you and all of that came on. Okay, so I get it. <clears throat> but I mean, it, it is just spiraled down. I remember being... When I was still in my party days, I went to somewhere, I forget, it was somewhere, some club in Manhattan. And this is when rap was still new. And I'm listening to this record that is so explicit about what this guy wanted to do to a I could not believe that someone actually put it out. Uh, America's Small Caffeinated Mama checked in. Do they make Riot Gear in size zero? Yes, this stuff makes you mad. Of course. These, these, this riot, this endless looting going on. There was a guy in Queens that got killed. He's out playing volleyball. He's out having a good exercise and having a good time. I believe he was an immigrant from, um, from Ecuador. And somebody was stealing his BMW, uh, broke into his BMW, goes to stop him. They drive off. He get flung, he's flung off the hood. He's dead. Because these thieves, these endless thieves that are everywhere now, these people that don't want to work anything, they just want to take what you have, and Democrats want to just let them out or back on the streets so they can take more of it. It is infuriating. Queen's man dies trying to stop fleeing crook flung from hood of BMW. Moro Chembe, 43-year-old guy, playing volleyball. He sees the people smashing his passenger window of his Toyota Highlander. He goes across the street, confronts the crook who stole a shopping bag filled with items that he had bought from the SUV. The crook jumped into the passenger seat of a BMW and the driver pulls out. He, he jumps on the hood to try to stop them. The driver accelerates. The guy flies and he's dead. He's dead. The car has mass, had Massachusetts plates. They haven't been caught. These criminals are everywhere. Thank you, Democrat Party. And yet they will keep getting elected 
just so they can let more criminals out of jail, seal their records up so that nobody can see what the crimes are that they did. Let them roam the streets. Let them off at every turn. This makes zero sense. But you're watching the decline of an entire society behind this nonsense. And in New York, a storage facility right here in Manhattan, they found a billion dollars worth, a billion dollars worth of knockoffs, fake handbags, fake shoes, the biggest counterfeit bust in United States history, right here in Manhattan. Fake handbags, shoes, clothes, other accessories, cluttered shelves at the Gotham Mini Storage. Two hundred and nine thousand items were recovered. Adama So and Abdul Abdullahi Jola ran the black market operation. Dare I ask if they're here legally? No, that would make me a bigot. If you think this is something. I've been reading into this. Maybe you've heard a fire took place underneath an overpass and shut down major highway, portions of a major highway in L.A. Oh, I'm going to do the details of that in the podcast because it is so rife with this criminality at every level, including the arson that took it out. Anyway, we got to take a break. Andrew Giuliani is going to join us. This has got to be the saddest day of my life. It, it, that was election night, maybe. I called you here today. No, it wasn't. A bit of bad news. Winfred Lovett, vocals of the Manhattan. I won't be able to see you anymore. This one went number one. My obligations and the ties that you have. I won't be able to see you anymore. Continue this adulterous relationship I've had with you. I have other obligations, and she found out. And since this is our last day together... Since this is it, let's just do it one more time. Just one more time. Have one more swing at it. Let's knock it out of the park for another home run. Before you turn and walk away, I want you to turn and do something... Uh, Excuse me, baby, but uh, we have to kiss and say... I want to remember this. I'm going to take some pictures and put them up on the internet, too. Kiss. And... Is this I had to meet you here today. A Manhattan is his birthday today. Winford Lovett from the Manhattan so WABC. Rush. It's the rush hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Oh yeah, nineteen thirty-eight. Troy Seals is born. One of the great musicians with the James Brown Band. Uh, These days, living in America. All that and more. Andrew Giuliani here. Andrew, how are you? Oh, James, great to be with you as always. And I got to tell you, I am ginned up this week. It is. It is crazy what is going on. I keep on seeing. I mean, now I'm, I'm reading about this Osama bin Laden letter and the fact that this is something that we're dealing with here in 2023. And the fact this is being shared wide on social media um, drives me absolutely crazy. 
This Osama bin Laden letter, I've been reading about it too. At first I was shaking my head like, what is this? Is this a, is this a fake or not? There have been so many weird things on social. You know, I read, um, and I want you to talk about what's going on in with this Iran deal, because I, frankly, haven't read a lot about it. I'm just saying, how does Iran get another $10 billion? But before we do, social media, just yesterday, you got Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro in the middle of a food fight. Tucker Carlson interviewed Candace, and it's pretty, I mean, this is ugly stuff. You have this Osama bin Laden letter out here that's circulating like crazy. Um, We've got all of these things happening, this visit, which I hope we have time to talk about with Xi Jinping and Joe Biden and and old Gavin's in the middle of it all. Things are, wow, what a time. What's going on with this Iran $10 billion, though, Andrew? Yeah, you know, first off, the fact that just a little more than a month after Hamas, a terrorist organization, attacks Israel, that Iran, which we have known, look, we have known this for 10, 12, 15 years, for a very long time, Iran has been the ones that have been sponsoring terror against not just Israel, but against the U.S. Remember, they have attacked, they have done over 50 attacks against the United States of America in the last month and a half um, and injured over 75 U.S. service members at this point. They've done that over the last year, month and a half. Now you're going to free up $10 billion more dollars. And the excuse is that this is going to be for, uh, for power for Iraq, because this money is basically going to be exchanged to make sure that Iraq has electricity. Well, think about this. If the U.S., if the U.S. actually was energy independent the way we were a few short years ago, we would then have more options to make sure we could supply our allies, not that I'm calling Iraq an ally of ours, but certainly that we would have more say when it comes to energy interests all around the globe. Instead, what ends up happening is our enemies mortal enemies like Iran now have much more ability to be able to do that. But the fact that you have $10 billion, just a little more than a month, that's freed up to Iran to now be able to use that to attack more U.S. service troops, to supply Hamas, to supply Hezbollah, to go after our number one enemy allies in Israel, um, it's unconscionable. And then when you add on, on to this, the fact that social media seems to be like the devolving ground of the United States and Western civilization in some way right now. You know, as a father of a, of a dog, thinking, you know, if she never ends up seeing social media in her life, I'd be pretty happy. I got to tell you, James. I understand that. Believe me. Um, who freed up this $10 billion? Who was it, pray tell, Andrew? This, this is coming right from signed Anthony Blinken the U.S. State Department. So Joe Biden and Joe Biden's uh, State Department freed this money up. uh, And the U.S. uh, Secretary of State tried to defend this in saying that this is only going to go to humanitarian aid. That is going to only go to humanitarian efforts. But immediately, as soon as Iran ended up receiving this, one of the spokesmen for the Supreme Leader said, we will use this however we want. So it's not just even a matter of, that the State Department in the United States and the Supreme Leader in Iran have a, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge deal. There's so little respect that Iran has for the Biden administration that they've said after they've taken this $10 billion that, yeah, guess what? 
We're going to continue to fund the enemies of Israel. We're going to continue to fund the terrorists that are attacking U.S. service troops. Uh, so I'm feeling um, I feel a little disheartened today. I guess you could say, James. I, you know what? Let me let me go a little bit. Let me just go a little bit further. When I look at this, we had America's treasure, our blood, American servicemen and women killed in Iraq yeah. because of after the, the post-terrorist world of 9-11. Mm-hmm. We <clears throat> came in there under the premise that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. No one has ever really looked into the into the... Uh, idea that those weapons were moved to Syria, which is what many people believed happened, but of course that was just dismissed. So we spent those years in the war, we got rid of Saddam Hussein, we stood up the Iraqi people, and then we left. And now we left Iraq so that they could align with our biggest enemy in the region, Iran. We spent American treasure and blood in 20 years in Afghanistan. Joe Biden pulls out, he leaves $87 billion of American weaponry there, and we turn Afghanistan over to the Taliban and turn Afghanistan over to make alliances with the people that hate us. This is the dumbest, stupidest, most asinine excuse for foreign policy in United States history. I do not understand any of it. And James, everything you said is absolutely dead on. The only thing that I would add to it is when you give up Bagram Air Force Base 400 miles away from China, which is a place that the United States, whether or not you wanted to pull pull out or not, should have absolutely held that. You are looking and saying, look, this is in the United States' best interest to make sure that probably – our, I know people call him a competitor. I would say probably the biggest threat, you could argue Iran might be at this point, but the biggest threat to our American way of life potentially in China, to have that Air Force base and to give it up, it is um, I, 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 it's tough to imagine this administration is working for the interests of Americans when you see this, when you add all of this up. And, and James, I got to tell you, I was talking to a friend of mine just a few short days ago who didn't vote for Trump in 2020. He didn't vote for him in 2016. He doesn't like the mean tweets, but he's coming around and saying, I don't see how the Biden administration or leftists are serving American interests right now. And he's ready to vote for Trump right now. I think more Americans are looking at this and saying, you know what? Look, whatever we think of Trump, whether or not we like the tweets or not, damn it. He knew, we knew that he had America's best interests at heart. You can't say that about the Biden administration. And then you have Antony Blinken wincing, visibly wincing, when his boss, Joe Biden, answers a question, well, as you call him a dictator, Xi Jinping says, well, he is a dictator. And, and so now we have that little kerfuffle, him calling the Chinese dictator a dictator. And look, the, <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to call the head of the Chinese Communist Party a dictator. This guy has amassed more power than Mao Zedong. In, according to some analysts. Yeah. Now, is there a communist party in China that is capable of overthrowing their leaders, their dictators? Yes. But that doesn't mean this guy's not over there ruling with an iron fist in the velvet glove. It's a very different system of government. And he, so Joe Biden now is in a little bit of a kerfuffle on this big foreign policy 
make do over in San Francisco that they've temporarily cleaned up so that they could try to present a false face before the Chinese leader. Well, what are your thoughts on all of that? Well, he said it in such a way that it was, it was such a Biden gaffe of a way that he said it. I, I'm even just going to read exactly what he said because I couldn't even repeat this. It was so, so, graph, so, so gaff-prone. Um, Biden said that Xi is a dictator in the sense that he is the guy who runs the country that is a community country based on a form of government different than ours. I would say that China's government is very different than ours. And by the way, that community government, that's called communism. That's what that's called. That's the form of government that have killed more people around the globe than any other form of government over the last 250 to 300 years. That's what that is. So I would say it's very different. I think it's time to start standing up, though, not just for our free economy, not just for our republic and for our democracy, but start pointing out to the world just how dangerous communism actually is. Just how the fact that this is starting to seep in to the American uh, lexicon, let's say, and something that we're starting to see in the halls of Congress. This needs to be stopped. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. The fact that you have Biden, the fact that you have people on the left that are starting to come in and starting to cozy up with communism, it is, it is gross, it is disgusting, and this is personal for me, Bo. I have to tell you, this is personal. My wife grew up the first few years of her life in the Soviet Union. I've told you this time and time again. Her, wife, her, her mom ended up spending 50 years of her life under Soviet oppression, and I have to tell you, one of the proudest moments I ever had in the White House was when she was standing in the White House, in the same room with President Trump and the president of her free country of Lithuania. And that's what the United States of America means to the rest of the world. That's what the United States of America means to all those people that are oppressed, that are looking at the U.S. and saying, that's what we can be. That's what a government can actually be. We need to make sure we're doing better for those people, not just here in the United States of America, but all around the world, setting the example. And Damn it, we are falling far too short of that right now. Well, guess what? You have American CEOs jumping in the hoop to pay 40000 bucks so that they can sit, sit next to these communists. Tim Cook was out there from Apple. Steven Schwartzman, Blackstone, Larry Fink from BlackRock. And the list goes on and on and on, cozying up to these guys. So we can say what communism means. On the other hand, you have a lot of these big executives now, the only thing they're interested in, America first, my behind. They're interested in how can I get cheaper iPhones? How can I get my products over into China and, and beg them, beg them to open up their markets? You have the social media giants who bow down to whatever China says. If you just please let us in, there is no sense of the American ideal of 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 absolutely representing democracy and the spread of liberty anymore um, at least uh, not among the elite left they're concerned how can we get our hands on some of that chinese market money and how can we bend over and grab the ankles for whatever xi jinping and the communists tell us to do uh said perfectly i mean when you look at these people they are sadly they're sacrificing the next 30 years of the United States to make sure the next three months look good for their shareholders. And it's one of the things that, whether or not you agreed with them or not, but certainly it's one of the things I respected the most about President Trump. When China tried to renege on their deals, he realized exactly who they were, that they were enemies of the United States. And he said, you know what? 
we are going to start putting maximum pressure on you the way we've been putting the maximum pressure on Iran. I really think that's the way in terms of looking at the United States of America in the future for the 21st century. We can't be looking at at China as somebody who's going to be a friendly competitor because it's just not the truth. And they certainly don't look at the United States in that way. They are trying to do everything they possibly can to undermine us from within. Thank you, Andrew. Always a great pleasure to speak with you, my friend. You're the best, James. Thanks for having me. We get time to check in right now with Lou Dobbs. Jimi Hendrix takes us in. Number one album in 1968. The Electric Lady Land album was released on this date. Crosstown Traffic, Voodoo Child, all of that. And this one, too. All along the Watchtower. What's that? Uh, and this one, too. I just want to make sure you didn't forget it. My oh, yeah. On this, one. this is your favorite? Yeah, and it's not even one of his originals, but yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix on WABC Talk Radio 77. Coming back after we check in with Lou Dobbs, your call's coming up. If you're on hold, stay on hold, and thank you for your patience. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 1985. Starship goes to number one and stays there for two weeks. With this one, we built this city, you know what, on rock and roll and the rest of it. Let's head... James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. To you, and let's start in Bob in Somerset. Bob, you're on Rapid Phones. Well, New Jersey. Hi, Bob. How are you? Hey, Bo. Thanks for taking my call. So, you know, the the Constitution protects our citizenry. I don't see why these people who are protesting this pro-Palestinian stuff, if they get arrested, they should be deported. If they're not citizens, they don't have the right to protest. That's my, that's my comment. Well, guess what? If you were in countries like Mexico, you are not allowed to protest. You are not allowed if you are a visitor, a guest in that country. So your point is well taken. Now let's go to another Bob. This one is Bob in Somerset, New Jersey. Other Bob was in New Jersey too. Hi, Bob. How are you? Hello, Bo. You were talking uh, in the beginning of your broadcast about convicted felon records being sealed. Under federal law, uh, convicted felons cannot possess firearms. They start sealing the records. How do we know who a convicted felon is? Now you're going to have more people who shouldn't have firearms out on the street. And guess what? New York wants to take firearms away from legitimate people, but there's certainly going to be a proliferation of firearms among the uh, felonious population. Bob, thank you. Great contribution. Let's go to Comac, New York. Joe, you're up next. Hey, thanks for having me on. I want to talk about the crime in New York City. There's a CVS store on Roosevelt Avenue in Jackson Heights in my old neighborhood. There's a guy that's been locked up in that one store 57 times for stealing. He has a total of 99 arrests. He's been locked up 57 times in one store. That's the only time he's the only the only arrest he has. He's probably done it hundreds of times. It's out of control. Out of control. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Let's go to Viviana 
in Brooklyn, New York. Viviana, you're up next. Hi, Bo. I am so upset about um, an optic that I saw in a video when she's, um, uh, let's see, his motorcade came into San Francisco. Not one American flag and our wonderful soldiers were holding up the Chinese flag. I believe, Bo, that it's time to call a spade a spade, man. Um, we have to stop saying that Biden is stupid and that we don't understand what he's doing. He's complicit with China and with Iran, and their goal is the of these United States. Viviana, our phone line is cutting in and out, but we got your point. You're saying Biden is complicit with China and with Iran. Point well heard. Adam in Mineola, it looks like you might have the last word today. Oh, boy. Hi, Adam. I love you. I love you. I can't wait to Saturday. Um, Can y'all get Judge Santos guy out of there, man? Like, he's like a proven criminal, man. Like, let's get him out of there, man. Santos has said today that? he's, listen, George Santos said today he's not running again. He announced that it's done. He's done. He's a one-termer. He's not running. So your wish was his command. He's gone. The elections are coming up next year. There'll be somebody else, not Santos. So you guys will have to find somebody new. Bill, he wants to talk about that bio lab in California. I find it distressing. But, Bill, we are out of time. I want you to call me about this tomorrow. Please, this is a this story is horrendous. The hour comes, the hour goes. So quickly, my friends, the fastest one hour in media. Boston Early's Rush Hour. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you. God willing, back tomorrow for our Friday edition of Boston Early's Rush Hour, and we'll see you then. Bye. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.